gloat in religion. You don't want to let your sins be cloaked in religion. You don't want to hide behind the Word of God and keep your sins. You don't want to be reprobate and spiritually adulterated. You don't want God to give you up unto your vile affections. You don't want to twist your mind in fornication. That's the only sin against your body. And even as they did not like to retain God their knowledge, God gave them over to that reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. The terror of the whole darn thing is this. If you're doing that, professing the blood of Christ, receiving the blood of Christ, he'll make you the example if you're sinning like the rest of the world, hit up in the church. At your best, you can't save you from yourself. There's only one place to live forever. You don't want to be without understanding. Because behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that I will send a famine in the land. Not a famine of bread nor thirst for water, but of hearing of the word of the Lord. See, that's why the sinful nature needs to be repented of, because only the new creature avails anything with God. And that scripture says, Behold, the Lord is sending this famine. Perilous times in the latter days, a great falling away. But when you figure out it, it might be God that's cutting out the hypocrisy of sin, the habitual sinning, and then using his name to cover that sin. That's the infection of the body. Remember Christ is coming back for a glorified church. means he's glorified in you, and then you learn how to possess your vessel in sanctification. That's why the wages of sin is death. Your church, where you're going to, if it's not talking about or mourning the death and forsaking of one's life, so the life of Christ can renew your strength. You don't want to be wrapped up in that warped life that perverses the gospel. That as sin has reigned unto death, even so might grace or unmerited favor of Christ reign through righteousness under eternal life by Jesus Christ. That's why you're going to be dead to sin, dead to self, so Christ can live through you or paradise restored in you.
So your life of that brokenness, hopelessness, lies, hurt, disease, debt, sin, and death can be raised up in victory. And then if you're in the religious circles, you can tell the miraculous truth of what Jesus Christ has done in you, for you, but now you've been made free from sin and you become a servant to God. So it washes you through the washing of the water of the word and the regeneration of the Holy Ghost, which is a sanctifier. He sanctifies. He's the cleanser through the blood of Christ who's omnipresent. That's what, you know, faith comes by hearing, sure. Power comes by speaking your testimony of that man, Jesus. What you were under your sinful man, and now the God-man. And become servants to God and have your fruit unto holiness. And the end, everlasting life. That's why throughout history it says, Choose this day whom you're going to serve. Those who wait upon the Lord are not ashamed. They who wait for me shall never be ashamed. I will contend with him that contend with you. I will save my children. I will restore thy judges as the first and the counselors the beginning. In other words, restoration happens when one sinner repents or purges the dross or puts the new wine in the new creature and then immediately confers now with flesh and blood and testifies of the truth. Isn't that the whole Pauline epistles? They make a religion out of that nonsense. As opposed to just saying it's Christ in them, the magnification of his appearing and the manifestation. And the destruction of transgressors and of sinners shall be together, and they that forsake the Lord shall be consumed. Hell is a dry place. Your thirst can never be quenched. Sinning through that vexation of life can never be quenched. It's by design. God by design, who is your creator, who blesses the creation with his indwelling, And that same crucifixion, burial, and resurrection of the Messiah can be the same thing translated into your life, crucified with Christ. Bury the dead works. Rise again victorious and don't backdoor your way or backslide your way back into that adulterated life. 
and he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of the water of the word. So when you wash yourself, it's supposed to get out the dross, the sin, or the weight that does so easily beset you and is consuming fire that refreshes you. When you fall on that rock and be broken, you spring to life. It came that you might have life in that more abundantly. That he might present it to himself, a glorious church. That's true, church. You are the temple of the Holy Ghost. It's Christ's church of praise and glory in you. Not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing that should be holy without blemish. This is a great mystery I speak concerning Christ and the church. That's why I want to get into the scriptures. Man shall not live by bread alone. There's your drought. But by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God, spiritual fruit, spiritual word, spiritual meat to discern between good and evil. You're not wrestling against flesh and blood against principalities and powers, against the rulers of darkness, especially in powerful positions in the church. Against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore you take up the armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girded about with the truth, having on the breastplate of righteousness. You may be able to withstand in the evil day. Sufficient is the evil of thereof today. And your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Ah. It was good to have peace. And above all, take on the shield of faith where you are able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And take on the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. You don't want to be cloaked in religion and that sinful man. Come home to light. Andrew Lacombe, cloaked in religion not on Double Eagles Radio Network.